0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
1: This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting Friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local. What a week it was for world number one, Jason Day, earning his 10th career PGA Tour title, his seventh and the last 17 starts dating back to last July. He is the player's champion and only the fourth player in this tournament's history to win Wire to Wire, the first since Hal Sutton in 2000. We promise we will talk much more about Jason Day in just a little bit. Lisa Cornwell, Jay Coffin, Ryan Lavner, uh, Will Gray will join us on the phone in just a minute. But guys. Tiger Woods spoke earlier at the Media Day ahead of the Quicken Loans. So before we get to all of this, let's hear from Tiger Woods.
2: Yeah, I get that. I asked a lot whether, you know, it's great seeing you. Um, I thought you were dead. I said, uh, no, I'm I'm right here in front of you. (laughs) So um, people have have ripped me off. Um, I'm not not that part, I'm I'm not fertilizer, so. As, as, far as far as my golf, I'm, I'm progressing progress, I'm getting better. better. Uh, yeah. Just give it a little, little time, and uh, you know I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to being yeah. out here competing against yeah. the guys. I miss the guys. You know, these are this is a, this yeah. is like a fraternity out here. You know, and uh, the, the turnover rate, rate, rate is what's blowing my mind out I mean, here. Is when I look, I look at you know our field, you know probably, I'm guessing probably maybe a third of them I don't really know because of one I've been injured and two. You know, you so don't have the Q school guys coming through. Everybody the right goes to the, the web.com. But I look on the Champions Tour, Tour list. I to played with all those guys. So um, not only competing, competing, but I guess played with all of them. And so, so that's, that's, that's back just back the turnover generations, how is, is this is kind of happened. You know, I'm kind, kind of right in the middle right about now. But no, I'm excited to hopefully get back out here and play and compete, win golf tournaments. I miss being out here inside the ropes, and I miss competing against these guys. Uh, even though they're they the friends friend of mine, it's nothing not better than beating your friend. Yeah. And I so, you know, hopefully, so I can do that. Well, I think, I think it's it's, it's trying, it trying to get stronger, stronger and and, and as I said, to recover, to you know, day day, day, day by day, day. day. And be, able be able to go out there, there and, 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 and and practice, have full, full practice sessions, and feel good at the end of the practice session, and recover the next day and do it again. You know, I'm I'm one of those guys who used to hit a lot of golf balls used to sometimes practice eight, 10, 12 hours a day. Uh, that, that won't happen again. I won't, won't be doing that. I won't be running five, six miles every day like I used to. That, that's not happening either. So, you know, things are, are changing. Things have to be, have to be altered. Um, my practices certainly are much more focused because they have to be. I have to be more committed on each and every shot because I can't go ahead and, and hit 500 golf balls in a row. Um, I have to get a lot of it in a shorter span of time. And, and so, so that, that part has been, has been, been good, good for us as, far part as my focus, of focus and training and getting ready for being out here. But still, I need to be able to go out there play and play recover recovery recovery. each and every day. And um, until but I get to that, that point, point where I feel comfortable doing that, then, um, yeah, then I'll, I'll make that decision then. Tiger, Ben Knuckles with the Associated Press. A few the events coming, coming up, up that ordinarily, if you were healthy, you would be expected to play. play. Memorial, the U.S. Open, and here. here. How frustrating is it for you to be getting into the heart of the summer and still not know when you'll be ready to compete? Yeah, that is frustrating because I've played I've played well at Jack's place. i won there a handful of times. I've, I've won a few U.S. Opens. Um, I've won here. Um, Firestone's right after this event. I won there eight times, I think, and i not exempt there. So there, uh, you're coming into golf courses that I, I've done well on. Um, even though when I, I finished one shot of a playoff um, with Carrera, but also it was probably the, the best day of my life at the same time because Sam was born you know that night. So, that this you're, you're coming right to the heart of where I really have had a lot of success. And yeah, it has been frustrating, yet I'm not able to play some of these events like Augusta, like Bay Hill, um, Doral, the places that I've, I've really played well at over the years. And I want, I want to play. Trust me. I want to. Now, whether I can or do, or it's a different story. And If I could tell you, I would, but I can't. Not yet. Um, I'm, still, I'm still working. I'm still trying to get stronger um, and still need to try and recover.
1: So, I guess we didn't really get any additional information. Were you expecting to get more than what we heard?
3: No. Actually, we got more than what I expected, which was I'd like to play at this event, but I'm don't know if I can. Like, I didn't even think we'd get that that morsel. I didn't think we'd get that colonel That was like, I know it's his event and he wants to, and that's what he needs to tell the sponsors and ticket sales. But I didn't even think we'd get that. So in that respect, it was more than what I thought, but it was still nothing.
4: Yeah, and that's a tournament that's five weeks away, which would kind of uh, put a damper on his potentially his memorial plans. But I thought what they didn't show in that clip or what you couldn't hear was the fact that what we saw afterward were tigers hitting three wedge shots from 102 yards. He rinsed every single one of them, high I, and to the right, I, and in the water. I'm going
1: to say shocked. this. I'm just going to throw this out there because I, I, this is some sort of display. I mean, he his swing in the simulator a it's month a, ago was a, more powerful. A, I mean, that it's a, it's a display, yeah, my, all right? There was no swing speed in that. There was no motivation. I, it's almost like he was trying to throw us off a little bit. I know it sounds crazy, but he's closer yeah. to being 100 percent than what we saw there. I would.
3: I would tend to agree with you if one of them found land.
1: <laughs> but, that's why I but think one right. of, of
3: them is funny. There's no way from that distance he doesn't,
1: he doesn't I find, right? That's what, I mean, what I'm saying it's perfect. The it
3: pin was back. I mean, that's, that's 100, 102 yards. I mean, he hit that 80 yards, 85 yards. It's not even remotely No, close.
1: he's coming up 15 yards right? short. It was on
3: purpose. My nine-year-old little guy could stand up there and find, and find land without question. At least one of three times.
1: There's no
4: way. This is this was not on purpose. If you hit one of the water, <laughs> it's haha, ha, that's a, that's a you know, that's one bad shot. He's cold, he's a little bit uncomfortable, his back is stiff. Ha-ha, that's funny. You hit two, it's like, huh, well that's kinda strange. Three, it's a it's a three five the, five alarm fire. Do it
3: in. I mean this is That was terrible. He's
1: totally messing with us, which I think it's kind of funny. It was brutal. I think that it's kind of funny. It is
3: funny if he was messing with us. If it's not, it's it's sad. And it's It's very alarming.
1: All right, given all of this, expectations on Tiger's return now.
3: Well, (laughs) 2017. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I, I seriously, like, you know quick and low I just don't see the longer we go the less of the less reason there is for him to come back I mean really if he came back tomorrow there's really only five events he'd play anyways he's not going to qualify for the playoffs why are you
4: going to potentially re-injure yourself
3: right you're going to come back to try to play one before the open championship then play the open and then and then beat yourself up at the PGA there's just no easy golf that's always been the thing with Tiger Woods there's no easy he plays no easy golf right so he comes back there's an expectation that this is going to be a schedule there are no really there are no pitching putts in there that he's going to show up and play. It's just not going to happen.
4: Yeah, I've I've said all along, and I saw a Tiger at his uh, at his course opening in Houston in early March, and I said coming back on this show, it would be shocking to me if he played again in 2016. I think we will see him eventually. I think it'll be his tournament at the end of the year. There's just no sense in rushing back and potentially re-injuring yourself, and then pushing the reset.
3: Especially if any part of those three wedge shots is really real.
1: Well, he, I think it was Lav said before we started that, that you thought that he looked really stiff, so maybe he's still battling some of those health issues yeah, and he still was, trying to It looked to cold, rehabbing. and he was I mean, moving
4: around, and he goes, oh, I'm stiff, after he, <laughs> hit, after he hit one of the drinks. So, Look, I mean, I mean, he's 40. Come it's on,
3: it's give it's the fun. guy a yeah. break, right? He you know, gotta warm up sure. it's
1: not a little as easy bit. to get out of bed anymore. Yeah, Just well, uh, while Tiger was <laughs> doing that, Jason Day is still, still <laughs> celebrating. And i uh, mentioned so many times about the influence that Tiger Woods has had on him. But how about these numbers, guys? I mean, you think about everything that he has done, especially as of late. Uh, the 10 career PGA Tour victories you see right there before the age of 29 Uh, Since 1980, only four other players have done that, and that was Woods, Mickelson, Duvall, McElroy. Let's have a big discussion about Jason Day and welcome in Will Gray on the phone. I have no idea where Will is. Hey, Will, where are you? (laughs) I'm
3: 95.
0: Hi, Lisa. I'm I'm halfway between Vidra and Orlando, so I don't know what that would be called.
1: (laughs) Well, 95.
3: (laughs) We'll just stick with that.
1: Well, let's start with you. Jason Day, it's interesting that we're coming off of this Tiger Woods talk, because he's really producing Tiger Woods-like numbers right now. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Yeah, I certainly would. I think that uh, Adam Scott actually was the one that threw it out there yesterday, talking to him after the round, and he said that this is Tiger-esque, what we're seeing from Jason Day winning seven times in his last 17 starts. And I think you kind of saw a a Tiger-esque performance in two ways. First off, early in the week, especially Thursday, just absolutely capitalizing on soft conditions, shooting a course record 63. That's something we would have seen from Tiger back in the day. But then also over the weekend, he was really grinding. I think that the way he won this tournament was on Saturday when the conditions went out the window and everyone was struggling, that he shot a 73 that could have very easily been a 75 or a 76, and then all of a sudden he's coming into Sunday with only a one or a two-shot lead. Instead, he maintained that four-shot cushion, and it enabled him to – uh, you know, deal with a little bit of shipping issues on the night hole of Sunday and still pretty much cruised the victory.
4: Will, we entered this year, 2016, with a big focus on the, the big three in golf with Rory and Jordan and Jason. Jason Day has now won 41% of his last 17 starts. Are we at the point where it's now just a big one and the other guys have some work to do?
0: Yeah, I think that he's certainly clear cut above uh, the other two. I mean, Rory is still looking for his first PGA Tour win in over a year. He finished 12th, but he's still talking about how things aren't clicking and he's making kind of the same mistakes he was making in in February and March, ball striking-wise. And, you know, Jordan Spieth returned from his four-week hiatus and and promptly missed, kept by a shot with some short-game issues. So, you know, listening to Jason Day and his his post-round press conference on Sunday, he just seems like a different guy. I mean, he's talking about, I want to win all the time, every time, every single time I step to the tee, I think I can win. I want the trophy. And, uh, you know, it's similar to stuff we might have heard from, from Spieth last year during his magical summer. But this is just, it, it, it's something that comes out of the, the Tiger textbook. And it makes sense, given how much the two of them apparently, uh, you know, share text.
3: Well, hey, well, we'll go back and talk uh, just a little bit more about this in a second, though. But what I, what I find interesting, guys, is, you know, I, and I know it's a big if, all right? It's a huge, huge if. But if Jordan Spieth win, does win the Masters, and then this happens, it doesn't seem, now it seems cavernous, right? Jordan Spieth miss it, or does what he does at the Masters, takes a month off, comes back and lays yes, an I egg. Jason Day runs away with this thing, and it looks like you can drive a semi down between first, first and second the world ranking, where if Jordan, if all he does is finds land, I know it's a big if again, if all he does is find land, it does seem like there's a big two and there's more pressure on Rory. So I guess my long-winded question, <laughs> Will, is now knowing all of that, what are you sort of anticipating over this next month as we even lead into the U.S. Open with all these guys, the top three?
0: Yeah, I think that I think you made a good point. I think that the thing that Rory and Jordan both need is some hardware. I don't care where it comes. Jordan Speed needs to win something. Rory needs to win something. They're both going to play a lot of golf in the next coming weeks. This is a run of four straight starts for Speed. He's going to play both Texas events and then the Memorial. Rory's going back this week to the Irish Open uh, before going to Jack's place in a couple weeks. I mean, that's just it—is that it, Day is, is capitalizing on every single opportunity. He's just winning tournament after tournament after tournament, and it's it's allowing a guy like Rory, who finishes, you know, tied for fourth at Quail and tied for 12th here. I mean, that that feels like he's finishing 52nd when when Jason Day just has every single trophy in sight. So I think that, in addition to the world ranking points and the math and all that, I think that the confidence, the momentum that would come from either Spieth or McElroy winning a golf tournament way towards closing the gap that jason day has uh, extended this week
1: it's interesting well because and all of us can chime in on this trip eisenhower and i had this debate last night and of course i think that i won he thinks that he won i won by the way trip um when when these top three guys are at their best McElroy, speed day which player you're taking and i think about speed the last couple seasons you think about McElroy the last couple seasons especially before the injury but in the last three years Jason Day has 9 PGA Tour titles. Those guys don't match him on that. In my opinion, when Jason Day is on, he's not that he's untouchable, but he's the guy producing the Tiger Woods like numbers. I don't see these other players with him in that regard when they're on, when they are when they everything when they are in the zone and in the mode that Jason Day's in right now.
4: Yeah, that was certainly the the debate question at the end of last year because all three players had had, you know, Four, four more victories and the default answer for the last couple of years has always been Rory, Rory because he had the eight shot wins in the majors and everyone saw his ball striking when his, when his putting is streaky good then he can go ahead and run away with tournaments and you saw Jordan when he's at his best he's you know, he's putting lights out and he's, he's striking the ball well I think Jason Day has shown over these last 17 starts or nine months whatever the case may be he has certain advantages over those other two players over Jordan, he certainly has an advantage off the tee. And you can see now in their head-to-head showdowns at the PGA and here at the Players' Championship where he beat him by 14 shots over two days. It's just a different kind of game and Jordan's gotta be almost perfect. And now, Jason also has advantages over Rory and that their ball striking may be similar But their short games are just
3: miles apart at this point. And now more confidence than you could ever imagine. So that's, you know, even that's an X factor or not, he's got more than you can even imagine because he's got all the hardware that Will was saying the other two guys do not have right now.
1: Okay, I want to get to Rory McIlroy, but, but but first, Will, while we're on kind of the subject of this tournament, let's talk about the greens at TPC Songgrass, because I know players kind of, they were not happy after Saturday. Sergio called them the Browns, not the greens. Just you being there, seeing them firsthand, what were your thoughts on on those greens? And I guess that they're they're redoing as we speak.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, the bulldozers are backing up to the stadium course any minute now, but uh, the word that they came across from talking to players is just shock. Uh, you know, they the course went from playing so soft the first couple of days to just absolutely turning turning on the dime. And uh, the, the consensus was, first of all, from players, that they don't think that the changes would have been as drastic if we hadn't spent the first two days talking about, oh, my gosh, this, this tournament is playing way too easy and the Players' Championship is turning into the Bob Hope Classic and all that stuff. But the other part was that they just wanted a little bit of a heads up. Rory McIlroy said this. Talked to Grant McDowell, Ernie Els, and they all agreed. Listen, if they put a, a sign in the locker room on Saturday or something says, "Guys, it's going to be quick. They're stimping at 14. The humidity changed. We've getting we've got more wind than we expected. So heads up, it's coming." Then then they would have been able to adjust. But it was the fact that those guys went out with no warning, off of off of what they thought the course was playing like through practice in the first two days, and all of a sudden, you know, all hell broke loose. Justin Rose said that he heard that Saturday afternoon the Greens were simping at 17. Uh, you know, everyone had said that basically they were the fastest they'd ever seen. Billy Horschel said that they made Augusta National look like eight on the simp meter. So that kind of gives you a perspective for just how quick uh, those Greens were on Saturday.
1: I, I, I'm sorry I'm not believing 17 I know they yeah, were fast yeah. I mean when you roll on the stamp, you roll on level ground that may have been 17 right. going downhill but sure.
3: well his point I, I'm, I I agree with him on, on how drastic I- and transparency those are the two words that I, that I take out of that if it wasn't if they weren't shooting lights out the first two days it would have still sucked yeah. <laughs> right on Saturday but it was like these guys are shooting like every every other guy had a chance at a course record Right. I mean, Rory Colton, all these guys had a chance at all these records. And then all of a sudden you come up and you get just punched in the face and you can't. You're four putting from three feet. I mean, so it was how drastic it was and transparency. If we know, I mean, you know, they said they didn't do anything between Friday and Saturday. I, I don't know anything about anything. Something happened. Well,
1: they said that <laughs> yeah. they doing, double. They said that well, they doubled. Well, they yeah, did. doubled, but they've and been then, doing and that and and every single Exactly. Well, they didn't do the the anything differently. Well, but then Right. And, you exactly. Know, and I, so. I get that,
3: it but still. It wasn't howling by any stretch of imagination. But if you tell the guys what he said, post them, just say, look, guys, you know what? Today is just flat out going to suck. Good luck. And yeah. Dick wasn't complaining. It, it would be... Yeah, exactly.
4: Hideki wasn't complaining either. I mean There was good scores, but Jason Day had to hold on for dear life. And to me, this is just another example of... We've gotten a little bit out of control here, and and the tour has to walk this fine balance between having a really difficult test, but also keeping some semblance of of history. You can't just (laughs) let technology overrun the game, and sometimes when you push a golf course setup to the brink, it's occasionally going to go over, and that's what happened in this case, and hopefully some lessons were learned. There's nothing wrong with shooting 20 under par. At the, at the Players' Championship, of course, that's supposed to be fun really? and rewarding. See, I, good shots. I There's totally nothing...
1: disagree. That's why I love major championships, especially the U.S. Open, because I like to see these players tested, and they certainly mm-hmm. were tested on Saturday. Okay, Will, before we let you go, let's talk about Rory McElroy. Just your your first thoughts on the state of where he is right now.
0: Uh, close. That, that's his word. <laughs> he said he feels like he's been close all year. Going back to what you guys were saying about who's, at the, who's best is best talking about Jordan and, and Rory and Jason. It's so frustrating as one who has voted Rory in that category for about two years now. Good luck. That round up that <laughs> round on Friday looked so easy up until he, he screwed up into that last hole. But I mean he was about to shoot a sixty two that could have been about a sixty. It was incredible. But then we see time and again he hits the wrong shot at the wrong time, pulling the ball into the water Sunday on thirteen and, and he had a couple other instances during the week where he just couldn't build on his momentum and, you know, the short game let him down and and he says that he's just, just on the cusp, but it, it feels like we're hearing the same things from Rory and we're seeing similar results to what we saw at Doral or what we saw at Bay Hill, that, that time and again he can go on a mini run or a spurt and then he's going to make a costly double bogey or he's going to have a string of three butts and he's just not able to get everything quickly.
1: All right, Will. Good insight. We appreciate you joining us. Safe travels. We'll see you soon.
3: All right, guys. Talk to you later. All right, see you, ma'am.
1: Just a quick blurb on Rory before we go to uh, Jordan Spieth. There's one stat that stands out. 16 missed putts inside 10 feet this week, third most of his career. Ball striking's on for him. Short game's, you know, decent, but putting. And this left-hand low experiment... I guess it's fine, but heres I'm going to throw this out. He hasn't won a single golf tournament, left-hand low. He hasn't won a single major championship, left-hand low. You see a number like that, and he's had plenty of time to adjust. Is this now the time that you start thinking about going to conventional where you've had most of your success or all of your success? At, 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 some, point
4: the, at some point, the experiment has to end. and if it's, if it's not working, you know, he's running out of opportunities here to, to kind of turn around. His, his confidence is just getting lower and lower. And it's not just his putting. It's his wedge game. His wedge game is yeah. atrocious when you look at the stats, and he's been a little bit shaky around the greens. But from inside hundred yards, it has just been not very good. And when you see Rory at his best, he has a lot of wedge opportunities right. because he hits the ball so far. I just, he I, really needs to correct
3: I, that. I can't believe that Rory McIlroy cannot put four rounds together. Rory McIlroy, who's <laughs> done every, like he, he he can't do it. Whether it's it's in his mind, his short something is always like. You're Rory McIlroy. Go play golf. You can't put four rounds together. You do what you did on on Friday out there, and then you just lay it. Like, what are you doing? Like, he's been talking about this since Doral, and I'll put something gets going. I get going sideways, and I can't. And he did that at Doral, and then he did that at Bay Hill, and then he did it at Augusta. He talked himself out of Augusta before he even teed it up at Augusta. It's like, dude, you are Rory McElroy. I'm not expecting you to be do Jason Day type stuff right now, but after what you did Friday, there's no reason why it shouldn't have been the two of you walking down 18 on Sunday, at least. Relatively contention. Four he just, rounds.
4: But he just has these stretches where, I, if, if, I a, if a bad putt, it kind of yes. seems to linger, or a bad wedge shot, it seems to linger. And he has he has these these stretches in golf tournaments where it just doesn't seem like he's interested. It I seems know. like that's, his his mind is elsewhere, and he's just kind of going through the motions. And he'll he'll throw up a thirty-eight, a thirty-nine, a forty, and all of a sudden he's out the, he's it. out of the golf tournament. Well, I I,
1: to it. me, it's all about the psyche. And when yeah. your wedge play is off just a little bit, you don't worry about it as much because you know you can step up there and make a putt. I don't think that he thinks that he can step up there. Or make a 12-footer for par right now and so it puts a lot of pressure a good point. on your short game on your long wedge play so yeah, we'll see but speaking of Rory he is hosting the Irish Open this week and uh, a busy week in golf starting PGA Tour down in Irving Texas always an exciting event and honoring Byron Nelson and then of course over in Ireland we have George Savarikas he'll be reporting there the region's tradition I think John Daly is back mm-hmm. is he he's playing right yes the so three, that three, was three
3: majors in the next four weeks on the on the PGA Tour, Champions. and
1: then Kingsmill, one of the top yeah. events on the LPGA Tour. So a busy week in golf. Um, let's talk about the Byron Nelson. What to expect? What to look for?
3: Well, I, it starts with the Spieth. I mean, you're, yeah, I'm sure that's what you were going to say because to me, it's nothing else. It talks to what Will said about these guys. You know, Speeth and Rory. They've got to get with it. Spieth needs to 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 pick off the Nelson or the Colonial in these next two weeks. Not even the Memorial. Memorial's all, you know going to have a lot deeper field. One of these next two weeks, you're in Texas, man. You need to jump up and get your head right and get moving.
4: Yeah, this could be exactly what Jordan Spieth needs. A, a home game. He can sleep in his own bed. He's going to have the support of the hometown fans. He had a couple extra days on on the weekend to work on his game. The Nelson, though, has been a tricky one for him. The best mm-hmm. finish he's had there was when he was a 16-year-old uh, high school junior. So it's, you know, it's not necessarily a course that that fits his eye all that well. But when you look at his performance at the Players, his ball striking was actually pretty good. I see. I liked his focus. I liked his determination. He just couldn't get the ball in the hole. He's going to have off weeks like this, and right. that's fine. But. I think this could be just what he needs. He needs to get some momentum rolling now as we head uh, closer to Oakmont.
1: I read an interesting article on Spieth and we all wonder why he's what makes him such a great putter. And obviously the putting was definitely off this week. And you think that it's making certain distances of putts or this. Nobody in golf right now has better speed control with putts, better Mm -hmm. distance control and he didn't have that this week and so it's yeah. just going to be him getting it back. But there were 32 days between the Masters and oh, the yeah. players of competition so some of that's just getting you know back oh, into the reps. competitive yes. grind and totally. I don't know with those greens kind of fluctuating if that yeah. was the best spot for yeah, him.
3: No, I, I completely agree with that but it goes back to what I said when we were talking to Will. that It's still just the, the cavern that's between him and Jason Day now that, that a month ago did not exist. Right, yeah, you're right. We, we can give him a, a, a pass, and he probably should have made it to the weekend. would have been good for him to have another couple of rounds, but he didn't, and then Day does what he does, and it's just Rory struggled again on the weekends, and it's like the big three turned into the big one literally almost overnight.
1: I'm sure we'll hear a lot of Longhorn cheers yeah. in Irving this week for Jordan Spieth. Speaking of that, Jordan's ba- played for Texas, and the Texas Longhorns on the ladies' side, well, they are part of the women's championships. Lav and I are heading to Eugene. Coming up. Jay, you're heading up there too, but this is a big week. We are so excited about the NCAA championships for both the men and the women. We saw what happened with the women last year, all the drama that unfolded between Baylor and Stanford. I fully expect that we're going to see that again. Match play just brings that out. I love yeah,
4: it. it. It does, and Eugene Country Club is going to be such it's a awesome. great test in the back nine, or which is actually Eugene's front nine they flipped it for this championship so you're going to see a lot of drama some some drivable holes some some reachable par fives some short par threes it's going to be a great diversity and we've seen a lot of parody in the women's college game this year so it's really anyone's guess who's going to win this championship as last year showed match play really anything can happen as well
3: yeah and the golf course too you, when, when you talk about you setting up too it's it's a lot more gallery friendly than we've seen in the last couple of years too. So I mean, the, the the holes are just sort of back and forth. So people, families, and other teams will be able to jump back and forth. I think it'll have a lot. A pretty neat little atmosphere to it. That place is awesome. Played it a couple years ago in October with the leaves changing. Oh How'd you play? It is That's not all well. You do is not play well, golf. But, well. I mean, look.
1: Before here, you were talking That's about also, where you're playing. That was off the record. I want to come back as you. <laughs> uh, some predictions. It's surprising because Duke hasn't really been playing well. USC's been playing well. Stanford wasn't playing well to start. Now they're really starting to turn it up. You're our guru here. Give us some insight.
4: U- USC is probably the favorite, but I would put them just slightly over Alabama. Alabama has five yeah. players inside yeah. the top 80 individually, which is what you're looking for, depth one through five. You can have a star like Emma Talley at the top of your lineup, but you also need that five player to come in and post a good number or when it when a crucial match when it comes on to match
3: play Yeah, it starts with those two and you know that somebody though that nobody's thinking about is gonna jump up there and get in that top Eight and me nobody would have
4: thought it'd be Baylor, Baylor in USC a year that. ago So there yes,
3: there will years. be a Baylor type this year. Did you see that? You hear be? me
1: throw that in there. What's that? I said Arkansas Razorbacks oh. Not I didn't hear that Lopez, yeah. at least. No Gabby hey. Lopez, no Gabby Lopez That's all right. They're loaded too. We'll <laughs> see, but it will be exciting. So we are um, definitely looking forward to that. Okay, final thoughts before we uh, Uh, say goodbye.
4: Well, Jay, you and I are heading up to, to Bandon on, on Wednesday for a little pre-NCAA trip. Here
3: we go again.
1: First,
4: first trip out there. We're looking forward to it. Hopefully we can get uh, nice and tired before we
1: it's have to early. work Yes, early. You guys could go play still. You want to get out of here and go oh, today?
3: play? Well, hey, you know what? I didn't think of that, but yeah, why not? Sure.
1: <laughs> over, over, under on what Jay shoots at Bandon. Oh, dear. Oh, take my the gosh. over.
4: Uh, Whatever it is, take the over. If it's windy, uh, 103 and a half. Oh, just take the it's over. Set
1: at, it's set at 100. Take the, uh, Well, If it's
4: if it's windy. If, yeah, it's, if, it's, no way. if it's calm
3: conditions, I can keep it in play. comes down to the short game, just like Rory. <laughs> Jake Hoffman and Rory McIlroy comes down to the short game.
1: Are those really our <laughs> final thoughts? Jay's S- game? S- sadly,
4: they are, yes.
1: Right. My
3: real uh, final thought is that I'm looking forward to this next month heading into the U.S. Open. It's going to make it good. Yeah, I would
4: agree with that.
1: Okay, that was easy. Uh, I have no final thoughts, but just to say I'm goodbye. Thanks for watching the Monday Scramble podcast. We'll see you next uh. week.